Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie. I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness, and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however, I've coached over 1,000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, Slimming World, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say, fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not gonna keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. I am head coach Lindsay, recording from the US, opposite side of the planet, then Travis and Laura. And I'm very excited because it is starting to become hoodie weather here in my part of the U.S., which if you are um, in Australia, um, it's probably already been hoodie weather for you for a while. But I feel like this is one of the few times of the year where Australia and the U.S., at least where I live in the U.S., were kind of it's hoodie season for all of us. Yeah, you get a hoodie, you get a hoodie, everybody gets a hoodie. So. Oh my gosh. I seriously, I think someone should put up like a reward if, if uh, Travis and I can get through a whole podcast episode without saying so. Also accompanied with a sigh and the shoulders. It's like a whole body movement. You can't just say so. It's a so. It's multiple steps. Um, maybe we'll do a tutorial video on TikTok on how to you too can be a mediocre podcaster like us. Uh, sign up today. Masterclass, $10,000. Um, no, don't, don't, don't do that at all. I'm going to talk about money today. And it's not going to be uncomfortable. All right. We're going to make it fun. We're going to talk, talk about money. All right. What I want to talk about is how sometimes when you have a goal, money can help keep you accountable. And so to explore this, I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to tell a story. I actually have two stories. We'll see how many tangents I go on the first story to see if I can include two. I want to talk about two specific instances, minimum of one instance, where money, spending money has significantly helped me reach a goal faster and more efficiently and more effectively than when I was just trying to do it on my own. Um, and of course, I know there's going to be, be, be people in the comments, you know, like, that isn't applied to everything. Of course. Of course. There are very few absolute truths in the world. I'm sure we could, this could be multiple podcast episodes of how many situations maybe this doesn't apply to, all right? But I would wager 
money, because we're talking about money today, I would wager some money that if you are listening to this podcast and you have found Travis, Laura, or myself on TikTok, or all of us collectively or separately, I would wager that you're here because you currently have goals for yourself, possibly related to your health, possibly your weight, possibly your physical fitness, your strength. You have goals in that realm that you have been working on for a long time without seeing the progress that you want. So basically you have been on your own or you have already tried other methods, possibly spent some amounts of money on other strategies that have not worked. And that's why you're here. Um, and if, and again, if you're like, Lindsay, that's not me. Okay. Doesn't mean a hundred percent. Can we just all agree? It's probably a lot of you. And so there I go again. Oh my God. Okay. We should keep a little counter on the bottom every time Lindsay or Travis says so. If you do not know, I have a giant dog. He is, um, he's a great Dane. His name is Helmut. And he is basically a tiny pony. Um, when I walk him on the street, it's like, you know, it's almost like embarrassing taking him out in public. Because first of all, I, I'm not embarrassed of him. Here's the thing. My dog Helmet is the sweetest little guy. Not little at all, but to me, he's little. I tell him he's a little baby all the time. Like, I'm just like, who's the littlest baby in the whole wide world? You know, it's it's very good for dogs to talk to them in a baby voice, or so my dog trainer says. That's what I'm going to do. Anyway, so I have this giant dog. He's very sweet, and um, I did not get him because of the attention. So we actually adopted, we decided to adopt a dog. We've been primarily a cat household for many years, but this was in 2019. Uh, my husband had said and I wanted to open up the conversation about getting a dog, which as somebody who's worked in the animal rescue uh, sphere as a as a foster kitten family, um, I'm very big on, on adopt, don't shop, still am. So I'm like, oh, well, great. Let's just go to the local shelter or humane society and let's, you know, pick out a pick out a pup. Mm, water break. That's what I wanted to do. But he's like, no, I want a very specific kind of dog. I guess he has wanted for years. He has wanted a big dog, potentially a Mastiff. Um, he came up with a few other suggestions, but ultimately he came, he came down to, I either want an Irish Wolfhound or a Great Dane. And I've thought a lot about it. I've done a lot of research and this is really what I want. And I really want a puppy version. You know, I want to, I want to adopt a puppy um, because I know big dogs and specifically those breeds, they don't live very long. Um, usually 10 years is kind of the maximum lifespan, at least for a Great Dane. And so he said, you know, it'd be heartbreaking to adopt. And for him, this was his reasoning. You know, he's like, anyway, he's like, you know, I don't want to adopt our first dog, get really attached and, you know, only really have a couple of years with this dog. You know, I'd really like to, anyway, so off we go to get a puppy. And um, so it just so happened that a friend of ours had two Great Danes who she had just moved to Colorado, which is a very mountainy area of the U.S., if you're not familiar. And um, her Great Dane was pregnant. So 
it wasn't really a breeder situation, kind of. So we kind of, anyway, uh, the puppies were born. <laughs> so anyway, so I pre-adopted a puppy uh, while the puppies were in utero. And these are all details that no one needs to know, but I don't know. I just feel like telling the story. This is Helmut's birth story. <laughs> this is, okay, never mind. This, this podcast episode is just all about Helmet. Never mind. We're not talking about fitness or goals. We're just talking about my puppy. I promise this is relevant. Just I'm trying to let lay the foundations that we had. There was a plan. There were so many intentions. Um, we weren't just, you know, winging it um, in terms of getting a dog. So Helmet and his litter, they were born on January 24th of 2020. And we were supposed to get Helmet um, when it was appropriate for him to be separated from his mom and be adopted out was going to be about mid-March of 2020 or late March of 2020. And as everyone listening knows what happened in mid to late March of 2020 were the COVID lockdowns. So Helmet was a pandemic puppy, but not an impulse pandemic puppy. So to our credit, once we knew we were getting Helmet, we dove deep. We're like, all right, we're going to start reading books about how to be responsible puppy ownerships. We're gonna do research on the breed. We already set up a vet. You know, we got a vet who has experience with Great Danes. We had already pre-scheduled out like multiple new puppy appointments, you know, just like uh, human babies. Um, human, I almost said human puppies. Uh, can we normalize that, calling babies human puppies? <laughs> and, no, that's weird, what? And so I'm just saying we did everything right, or so we thought. You know, and so we, we, and then we also had scheduled an obedience class, like a multi-series, like a, an obedience class package for Helmet. And we had planned to possibly hire a one-on-one -on -one trainer for him later. But my husband was like, no, I'm going to read some books about training a dog. I'm going to listen to podcasts. We can mostly do this on our own, maybe with some community support through like our vet and like in a, a group obedience class. You know, that should, that should be it. That should be all we need. Well, it was about a week into the COVID lockdowns when we did get our hands on helmet. Um, and Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to share pictures of him as a puppy because he was just the sweetest. He was so cute. But of course, anyone who's ever had a puppy knows that puppies are a lot of work. And if you don't know, puppies are so much work, so much work. I honestly am not interested in going through that again. Not saying I never will, but, or if I do, I'm going to be very prepared or much more prepared than I was. <laughs> and, um, so training, so just puppies in general are always hard work, but then when you're trying to train a puppy behavioral wise, that's even harder. And we thought we knew what we were doing. We're like, well, we've read books. We've talked to people who've owned great days. We've listened to podcasts like the podcast you're listening to now. We know what we're doing. You know, we can raise this puppy to be, um, well-mannered and uh be safe when we take him out for walks and integrate themselves into our lives and and you know with our children and everything like that you know yeah uh we could not <laughs> um and the thing is with big dogs um so great danes i mean he was helmet was probably 90 pounds by the time he was a year old right now he's he's gonna stay at about probably 140 150 pounds um but the thing is with big dogs is uh, big dogs have to be like perfectly behaved. Like anything that's not perfect behavior is just magnified when the dog is like giant. 
Hey everybody, just wanted to jump in here to remind you that Christmas is just around the corner and one of our busiest time periods for signups is late November through to around about mid-December. One of two things happens around this time. One, people either start for around about four to eight weeks before Christmas, obviously depending on their start date, so that they can get the foundations of their health journey and what works for them in the tangible sense. Then when we come back into it in the new year, we just flick the switch, keep doing what we were doing and away we go. Or number two, what's most common for clients of mine is they lay down their deposit and start paying off the program now so that their payment schedule is extended, which helps out the budget a lot. From there, they're locked in and ready to go for when we come into the new year, knowing that they're secured, we have a start date, they have their program already in hands, they're in and they're committed to smash out the new year with a coach that is not going to let them fall into another shitty resolution thing that they've always done. This is the last quote unquote weight loss thing that you will ever do for a resolution. We can guarantee you that because we teach our clients to make us redundant. So if you are interested in this, check out our website for details, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or visit the link in our Instagram bio for everything else, Fitness Genie. But for now, back to the episode. So we could not, um, so helmet was house trained. That was fine. But in terms of like getting him to sit still, getting him to not climb all over us, getting him to not jump on us, um, getting him to just helping him learn to just not get into things, destroy things. I mean, everything that you would think of as a dog behavior that you don't want, that's what helmet had. And we could not figure out how to get him to stop doing it. Many, many tears were shed all by me. Um, lots of tears, lots of begging my husband to just let us rehome him. Cause I'm like, I can't do this. Like, you know, um, this is stressful. We're trying, you know, nothing's working. And like, this is just so stressful. Like we should just give up. Like, I can't, like, I love helmet, but like, I mean, I couldn't take him on a walk. Uh, Cause he would just pull me to death. And when you have like a hundred, 120 pound animal pulling a, on a leash, like I'm surprised I'm in jail for murder. People would like pull over who were driving. Um, they would pull over as I was walking and rolled on the window and be like, are you walking him or is he walking you? <laughs> and then drive away as I'm literally like pulling, holding onto the leash for dear life while this giant dog like pulls me to death. Because I'm like, well, I want to be a good dog owner. You know I mean, I want to take helmet on walks. I want to, you know, I thought I was doing everything right. But behind the scenes, I was miserable. I was crying a lot. I felt so bad for helmet. And also since he couldn't, we couldn't manage his behavior when he was around our kids because he was so big. He, he's not aggressive or he was never aggressive, but being so big, he would accidentally knock them over. Or he would try to play with them and jump on them and accidentally hurt them. So for the first, so for the first basically two years of helmet's life that we had him, he spent it either, uh, he spent it mostly, um, outside. Um, I mean, for short, short periods of time, you know, to go potty and things like that, or he had to be only in one room of the house. Like we have baby gates all around our house. That was when helmet was not trained. <laughs> um, so that we could keep him contained in one room. Um, or he would be in his crate because like, we just couldn't. So fast forward, to April of 2022, where I've just had enough. And, you know, I, I'm ready for helmet to just be part of our family. I'm like, you know what I've, we've, we've wanted, we've worked so much towards adding, you know, having this dog be a better part of our family. And, you know, I'm like, clearly we can't train him on our own. We need help. So I called someone, I hired someone 
I hired uh, a one-on-one -on -one dog trainer who, who would come to our house. Um, and I, I found someone who she was a young woman about my age ish. I don't know exactly how old she is, but someone of my generation ish, um, very similar to Travis and I, in the sense that non-judgmental, very compassionate, very understanding, you know, she's like, what do you mean he's two and you don't know how to properly leash train him? You know, she's like, well, of course, yeah, this is hard. I understand. And how would you know how to do this? Like, this is, this is why you're talking to me, you know? Um, and anyway, she had experience with Great Danes and I talked to her cause you know, she, she was very specific. Like, you know, what, what is it, what behaviors do you want to see in your dog? Like, what are you struggling with? I'm going to build like a custom lesson plan for, for you and your dog. And I'm going to help you learn how to train your dog and help you manage your dog to get the behaviors, the positive behaviors that you want. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? Kind of what Travis and Laura and I do. No cookie cutter programs. What do we do? We figure out like what goals do you have? What do you want to work on? And we build a custom plan to help get you there. And so of course I was impressed and I'm like, and she said, so when it came to, so in our conversation, she's like, oh, here's the part where I talk about price. I'm ready to pay anything, anything, because this woman is speaking my language and already just from talking to me for like 15 or 20 minutes already knows exactly how to help me and how to help my dog with the utmost confidence. She's like, oh yeah, this will be easy. And so when she told me her rate, $150 an hour, I didn't even, I was like, cool, cash, check, credit, what Bitcoin, how do I pay you? You know, briefcase full of, of gold bars. What do you want? <laughs> Just take my money and help me solve this problem. So when I came home and I told my husband what I did, so I purchased like an eight week or an eight lesson plan based very specifically around, you know, what I wanted to do. So it wasn't just an obedience class, right? Where the trainer was just going to say, well, I'm just going to train your dog how to just do like the basic things that most dogs need. No, it was, what does helmet need? What does your family need? And when I came home and told my husband, cause I was like, oh yeah, by the way, there's going to be some money missing from the account. Um, he was honestly, he was mad. Not like just spouse mad, sort of like, what do you mean? What? That's quick, you know, because to his credit, you know, like a lot of people, you know, my husband doesn't like, you know, he wants to be financially uh, savvy and wants to save money if he can, you know, he's one of those people that like, you know, he's going to try to learn how to do it himself first. Totally respect that. But I was like, you know what? I hear you, but Josh, that's my husband's name. <laughs> like you guys would know that, you know, uh, I was like, well, listen, we've already spent like how much time and money and energy and tears have we already spent trying to solve this problem for our family for helmet how much have we already spent on this and at this point it's been so long and we are still not seeing results and we're still not you know we're still not able to give helmet the kind of life that he wants that he deserves so at this point we need to spend the money like at this point, this is, this is the solution. And he was still a little, but he's like, okay, whatever. And also let me add this trainer had a waiting list because she was that good. And so she, she was like, oh yeah, I don't have an opening for like three months. Is that okay? And I'm like, whatever, dude, 
cool. Again, I'm going to take my money. Please take my money. So I gave her my money, <laughs> a lot of money, which is good. Worth every penny. If she's listening, I love you. Thank you so much. Worth every penny. So I'm so I'm pumped, fucking pumped. And so we were going to start July 28th, which was a while ago <laughs> at this point. And when I tell you with one hour long lesson, within one hour of this trainer, this professional being in my home with my dog, I already had a whole new dog in one hour. In one hour, she solved about 50% of the problems we had with Helmet. One hour. She did more in one hour for $150 than I had achieved in two years and many, many, many more dollars than that later. And then by the second session, she found basically after three sessions, game changer. I was already like, oh, is that it? But no, we're going to do more stuff. We're going to, we're not just teaching Helmet how to like just chill. We're going to teach him how to thrive. Because it's not about just getting Helmet to not jump on us. And not, you know, pull on the leash and things like that. But we also want to teach him how to, you know, we're going to practice soon. We're going to take him to like a, a busy brewery or like a busy restaurant that allows dogs and like a patio. So that, you know, if we want, if it's a nice day outside and, you know, we want to take him out. You know, because Helmet loves people. Oh my gosh, he loves people so much. He loves people more than dogs. Like if we are at a dog park, he hangs out with the other humans, not the other dogs. So I know that it would just make his little puppy heart happy to be around more humans, to be out in public. He just needs to learn how so he doesn't accidentally hurt someone. So we're going to do things like that. We're going to practice. She's going to go with me. We're going to practice going on walks in like busy urban environments. And we're going to go take him on a trail walk in the woods to teach, you know, so I can learn how to handle him, you know, hiking. You know what I mean? So we're going to, we're not just teaching Helmet how to just like chill in the house, but also how to interact with the world. And she's going to give me the tools and skills I need to manage that for the rest of his life. Again, does that sound familiar? So if you're listening to this thinking, Lindsay, oh my God, get to the point you're just talking about your dog. But I want you to stop and think to yourself, does this sound familiar? It's almost like, it's like what Lindsay and Travis and Laura do. It's like what we do with the fitness genie, except not with puppies. It's humans and it's not jumping on people. It's how to eat in a way. You know what I mean. You know what we, you know what we do. So... Let's come full circuit. So either way, we're, I'm not even done with my training sessions with this trainer. And already I'm just excited. And also here's the thing. So why? So number one, sometimes spending money to solve your problem, it just saves you time, energy, tears, stress, worry. But also it helps keep you accountable too. Because in between my sessions, my trainer has gives me homework. So we learn a new skill or two, and then she has me practice those in between to really help give Helmet some practice with that skill, to help me practice helping Helmet practice, and then to ultimately build up that strong foundation. So this isn't just her coming in for an hour like, I've got to do shit too. And you best believe at 150 bucks an hour if she gives me homework, 
I'm going to find new homework because if not, I just wasted, I just wasted more time, money and energy. And then I'm still haven't solved the problem that I'm trying to solve. But the thing is solving this problem is going to be good for me. Um, so it's kind of the sunk cost fallacy, but almost to your benefit. <laughs> if you can use the logical fallacy to your benefit, you're going to trick your brain into doing what you need to do. Because sometimes our brains are stubborn and we need to Jedi mind trick them. So Lindsay, oh my God, just shut up. Get to the point. Stop talking about your dog. First of all, I will never. How dare you? We are talking about a precious little puppy. <laughs> so let's, let's have this come full circle. Full circle. And another water break. I've had a lot of coffee today. Not enough water. Don't do that, kids. It's really bad for you. <laughs> so coming full circle. Oh, there's the snow again. Paying for coaching when it comes to your health and your mindset around nutrition and fitness and your relationship with your body, your relationship with food and how you talk to yourself about that, how you navigate barriers around that. If you're like a lot of people who reach out to us and you have been fucking spinning your wheels for years, sometimes decades, and you've been spending, already spending so much money. I mean, if I look back and think about all the times I was just having a bad night and on a whim signed up for Weight Watchers, which Weight Watchers in the US now, they make you sign up for like three or four months, like all at once. So it'll be like, I think the last time I tried to sign up impulsively because I was in like a mental health spiral. Um, and I thought, oh, if I just sign up for Weight Watchers, that's going to solve all my problems and keep me accountable. No, because like $75 isn't enough to keep me accountable. <laughs> Some people it is. Um, and this is not to say I don't have, like, I'm not super wealthy at all. So $75 is a lot of money. But when it comes to like my brain, 75 is something I'm like, you know what? That's okay. I won't miss it. <laughs> like if, if there's really something I don't want to do. But when it comes to paying $150 an hour for dog training, you know, for eight weeks in a row, that seems to be the ticket for me to be like, shit, I got to take this seriously. <laughs> I got to take this seriously because it's what's best for my family. It's what's best for this dog. And I know, should we all intrinsically without money keeping us accountable or coaches keeping us accountable, should we be able to do that? In a perfect world, yeah, but do we live in a perfect world? No. And if you could keep yourself accountable on your own uh, without any help at all, not even from like an online community or a friend, um, you're probably not even listening to this podcast. You're probably not even following us on TikTok. This probably isn't even on your radar because you probably, if you have a health goal or a nutrition goal or a fitness goal, you just set your mind to it and you do it. So I'm guessing that you struggle with that. So Part of what makes our clients so successful is they are like signing up for our coaching and paying for our programs is an, an investment in, you know, it's them committing to saying, you know what, I'm going to finally, you know, put up God, man, words today. <laughs> I am going to bet on myself. And if I, spend this money, that means I can't hide from myself. 
because not only is Lindsay or Travis or Laura going to be checking in on me on a regular basis, because we don't let you hide. If you disappear on us for a week or two, we're not mad. We're never mad. But we're like, hey, you okay? Hey, I haven't heard from you. I know you're probably busy, but just let you know, I'm here to listen whenever you are. And it's okay if you haven't been perfect. We can talk through whatever's going on that's making it hard for you to track your food or hard for you to get to the gym or hard for you to, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do. We're never mad, but yeah, we're going to check in on you. Um, so, and then, so not only do you have us, but then also just in the back of your mind, when you spend that money, it's harder to tell yourself, oh, well, it's okay. I'm not really going to miss it because this isn't 20 bucks a month for Weight Watchers. This isn't $50 a month for noon that maybe you could possibly justify it. Oh, well, it's not really that much. I can just start again some other time. It's harder to make excuses when you know there's a lot of money on the line. And it's harder to sit with the idea of spending that money and getting nothing back in return for yourself. You know, that, you know, to get nothing back for that investment. Because for me, like, so again, so spending this money on the dog training, I'm like, I better have a brand new fucking dog at the end of this eight weeks. If I'm going to spend this money and my trainer, I did not say that to her. So if you're listening, you know, I did not say that to you, but she's even like, oh no, like I know. Cause I was like, well, okay. If I, if we do this in eight weeks or in eight lessons, do you really think that there's going to be a difference? And she's like, absolutely. She's like, if you, you know, listen to me during our sessions and you do the homework in between, absolutely, you will see a major positive change in your dog. And if you don't, then we'll figure it out. <laughs> like almost like satisfaction guaranteed. Like we're going to make sure, like I'm committing to you that you're, you're, we're going to, we're going to reach this goal for you and your dog. And so far she's delivered a hundred percent. And I cannot wait to see what the rest of our sessions look like. So again, so if you've been spinning your wheels for a while on your health goals for yourself, think about if hiring a coach that's more than $20 a month, maybe it is that scary amount of money, like $150 a week. You know, what's your threshold for saying, ah, oh, shit, I better do something. Otherwise it's going to make, I don't, I don't want to feel like I wasted this money. Where's your line? Where's your threshold? It's different for everyone. And that's okay. Cause actually I was on a, I was on a call once with, um, an interested client and their partner. And at the end of it, uh, at the end of everything, the last thing their partner asked me was, well, why are you so expensive? Which I mean, fair, I guess. I mean, you're allowed to, but also I'm like, but I literally just explain to you and your partner for an hour how we work with you one-on-one. -on -one. You know, we build a custom plan just for you based on your goals that we can adjust week to week if you need to. We can pivot midweek if we need to. And she and he goes, well, why can't, why can't my, my partner just use an app? You know, if she wants to lose weight or gain muscle or get stronger in the gym or learn about macros or eat more protein, whatever, you know, why can't she just use an app? You know, apps are cheaper. You know, apps can do anything these days. And I'm like, okay. 
And so I looked at the person who was actually the interested um, client or the interested person. And I'm like, how many apps have you already tried? And she's like, oh yeah. And she listed off a big long list of apps you've probably heard of to help you with goals like these. I was like, okay, how, how did those apps work for you? She goes, yeah, they didn't work at all. Like, okay. Well, you know, we're not an app. <laughs> those apps don't help you one-on-one -on -one for hours. You know, they don't build a custom program just for you that you can adjust as you go. These apps, there's no human element to this. There's no customization. There's no, you know, there's no relationship built there. There's no trust built there. It's just an app. And that's okay. It's okay if you prefer an app. If apps work for you, for your health goals, great. I love it. Truly, I love that for you. But again, I would wager if you're listening, these apps have not worked for you before. So all that to say, when you're looking for help and support with your goals, the amount of money you spend on it should make you feel a little uncomfortable. I'm not saying go and spend your rent money so that you're, you're homeless and you don't have food to eat. No, clearly, but if $20 a month or $50 a month apps have not helped you in the past, why do you think that trying it again, why, why do you think it's going to help this time? You might need the big guns. You might need me or Travis or Laura or somebody else. It doesn't, you don't have to hire us. It's okay. Because if we do our jobs right, and then you do your job, in terms of participating, showing up, listening to our suggestions, doing your homework in between, we should be the last coach you ever have to hire. That is dream scenario for all of us here at The Fitness Genie. We want to be the last coaches you ever need. Because if we do our jobs right and help hold you accountable, figure out what to do, how to do it, how to navigate Shit, when things get rough and life throws you curveballs, because there's always going to be curveballs, there's always going to be barriers. If we teach you how to do all of that shit, and you don't only reach your current goal for yourself, but then two or three years from now when things change and you have to pivot, and you just know how to pivot, yeah, it's worth it. The money is worth it. So it looks like I did get a little... Who would have, who would have thought that Lindsay would be chatty and have a longer episode than she planned? Who knew? It should be front page news. This is the first, literally the first time this has ever happened. Okay. Well, I hope that we've all learned something today. I've learned that I like to talk about my dog way too much. And you've learned more than you ever wanted to know about a dog, about a Great Dane in uh, Indiana, in the U.S., owned by a slightly unhinged mother of three on TikTok or YouTube. <laughs> okay. Well, this was actually fun. I enjoyed this one. So as this episode airs, we are nearing the end of 2022. So all of this being said, if you are hearing this and thinking, you know what, maybe I am ready to spend that uncomfortable amount of money and really bet on myself, reach out to us. 
Uh, at this point in the year, my books are probably closed for three month only clients. Uh, but after September 26, I am still accepting six month mindset clients. Um, and that is because we are closing for three weeks in between Christmas and New Year's um, because one, we're human beings with families and we would like to spend time with them. Uh, and two, um, we would like a break also because we're human and it's okay to take a break and not get burnout. And number three, who fucking tries to eat shit tons of vegetables and count macros between December 23rd and January 1st? What? No, it's Christmas. Eat a cookie and watch a Christmas movie and calm down and chill with your family. No, or chill with your dog or chill with you. Chill. Christmas is for chilling or whatever you celebrate around that time of year. Um, I don't want to be, um, I don't want this to be centered around <laughs> whatever it's centered around. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, so what was I going to say here? Because again, so. What I'm going to say is it's not too late to reach out. Reach out to us on the website. Reach out to us on Instagram or TikTok. We're happy to talk to you about your options and what six months of mindset coaching can do for you, what that might look like, how we do it, all that fun stuff. Um, and yeah, I'm going to wrap that up. I don't really have anything clever to say to end this out, but thank you for letting me talk about my dog and talk about money. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks a lot.